It's time for the Podcateer Podcast. Good morning, Christopher Robin. Oh, good morning, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, well, glad to meet you. Name's Tigger. T-I-double-G-er. That's spelled Tigger. Now, isn't this a clever disguise? It's the Podcateer Podcast with your host, Mark Tanner. Take it away, Mark. This could be about anything. And if you're like me, you wait and see. For I've got curiosity. Hello, Pocketeers. I am standing in the Esplanade between my two favorite places. Disneyland, California Adventure. You know, you ever wonder why somebody takes the time out of their schedule and spends the money on annual passes every year in order to do a podcast for people he doesn't know? But you know, I don't know if I've ever expressed just uh, how much this place means to me. You know, I spent time here with uh, people that aren't here anymore, uh, with my family, my mom and dad, my sister who's no longer with us, and you know, not to be depressing, but it, 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 I have fond memories of this place. And I've been coming here since I was one year old. Uh, I have uh, great respect for what Walt Disney did in his life. I mean, he wasn't a perfect man. Obviously, if you've read anything about him, he had his uh, bad points as well as his good. But one thing I always liked is, is someone who just sets a standard and then lives up to it and uh, that's why I've been having such a hard time over the the lights burned out in Cars Land is, is it's the standard that if you don't keep after them since Walt's not here anymore and most of the people that were with Walt aren't here anymore they're they're uh, retired or, or no longer with us if you don't keep after them, the money people will, will run things here and, and those kind of things won't get taken care of. And the park won't be what the place that I love so much. It's important to me that it stay looking like it just opened because that's what I remember. I don't remember, you know, Knott's Berry Farm how much they've let that place slip. And that's what I don't want Disneyland and California Adventure to turn into. And if you, if you don't keep after them and if, if the money people start running things and, and it, it isn't maintained like it is, then I'll lose it. And I don't want to lose it. Because I, I just love this place too much to let it go and to allow it to, to deteriorate. So that is why I do my podcast. 
And, you know, if, if I was told that uh, my time was short and I just had a day or two left to be on the earth, I'd want those last two days to be here at Disneyland. In fact, uh, if I could arrange it, <laughs> I'd want my last minute to be here at the park. Because I love this place. And, and it just means more to me than you can imagine. And uh, I just wanted to share that with you. So, uh, sorry for uh, being modeling, but I just felt it was uh, important for you to know just just uh, what's behind me doing this podcast and, and why I keep doing it, despite the fact there really aren't enough people listening to it to warrant my time and trouble. But believe me, I greatly appreciate the people that download it and listen to it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And if you like the show, tell somebody about it so maybe we can get a few more people listening. That, that would be fun for me. So, uh, thanks, and uh, on with the rest of the show. Hello, Podcateers, and welcome to episode 78 of the Podcateer Podcast. Being recorded live at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, First of all, I'd like to apologize for last week's episode. Somehow, uh, when I was recording it, I ended up with two copies of the last segment, and I got them uh, uh, spliced one on top of the other one, offset about uh, 20 minutes. So uh, you ended up listening to uh, it twice, and for a little while, one over the top of the other one. I'm uh, sorry about that. Uh, I normally, I, after I put the show together, I listen to the whole thing just to make sure that doesn't happen. But I was a little pressed for time. I'm having some uh, medical issues, and uh, it caused me a little delay. And uh, like I say, I was a little pressed for time, and that's what happened. So I apologize, and it uh, will not happen again. I'm going to make sure I listen to every one of them, even if I'm a little late getting it out, which I was also late getting it out, so that was the worst of both worlds. I had a late show and one that was technically messed up, so uh, you're not going to have that this week. (laughs) At least I hope. (laughs) That's all I need is to mess this one up, too, but I'm going to try not to. Uh, It is uh, Friday, January the 18th. It is an absolutely gorgeous day here at the park. I am sitting right now at one of the tables at Tomorrowland Terrace. I'm sitting in the closest one to the people mover track. And uh, the Little Green Men store command. So right at the corner table here watching people walk by. This is really a nice uh, spot to sit in at night. A lot of nice lights. Get to watch the people walk by. I'm enjoying my trip. I actually mainly came out here. I want to 
go over to California Adventure and uh, get over there and see uh, if they're still doing the Mad Tea Party. I think they still are from what I heard. So 7 o'clock I'm going to wander over there and see if I can catch some of that. That's still my favorite thing at the park over there. It's reasonably crowded tonight. The parking structure was very crowded. They actually had cars parked in the section normally reserved for the trams. And I haven't seen that before at all. Uh, nothing tremendously exciting to uh, comment on. Uh, train station there at uh, Main Street still, still shut down. They're not stopping there, they just go right on by. It's covered up with the uh, tarp that has the photograph of the building on it. And they still have the uh, Haunted Mansion shut down, waiting on uh, them to change it over to the normal Haunted Mansion. At least, you know, I believe it's still shut down. Let me rephrase that. In case you're listening to this and planning on not coming because of that, check first. Because I haven't actually gone over and uh, checked. I was here just a couple days ago and it was shut down. So I'm assuming it still is. All right, well, uh, that's about all I can tell you from uh, this venue. So I'm going to go wandering uh, off and uh, find myself some trouble to get into and uh, report on it. So... I'll be back. I haven't traveled far. I'm under the people mover track here in front of Star Tours. I just noticed the Astro Blaster uh, light. The one towards the front of the Tomorrowland entrance is uh, burning out. Flickering the neons going out. And uh, I got a real uh, bug for uh, maintenance, and that's not so good. I'm going to report that on the way out of here. Because there's nothing that annoys me more than a burned out light at Disneyland. I figure if I'm going to pay the kind of money that uh, they get for coming in here, the least they can do is go change some light bulbs. So I don't cut them any slack. Now I need to get over to Cars Land and see if they fix the neon over there also. I promised you I'd be out here and report on that. So I will. That's just about where I'm ready to go heading for. I'm about... 25 minutes away from the 6.30 performance of the Sensational Parade, which I don't really want to see. No offense to Mickey, but I've seen this parade a few times.
uh, don't feel the need to see it. So I think I'm gonna wander out of the park and over to California Adventure. Folks having a lightsaber battle here. <laughs> well, as usual, I ate at the Plaza Inn. Had uh, spaghetti with marinara, which is what I have when I'm on a diet, which I currently am. I'm on Weight Watchers. I haven't figured out exactly how many points that has in it, but I think it's uh, within the 40 points that I had left. So I'm going to cut myself some slack and not worry about uh, calculating exactly how many points. I figure if I went to Disneyland and managed to keep from doing anything worse than that to myself, I uh, am doing okay. So, I'm on the east side of Main Street. Right underneath Raleigh Crump's window here at the uh, Palm Parlor. And Crystal Art. I think we're going to go in the Disney Animal Store. I haven't been in there for a little while. I'm going to go in there and check that out. <laughs> Tell you what I find. A lot of closed stores, but most of them don't carry much that fits me right now. Hence uh, my diet. <laughs> so I can get to where I can actually buy clothes on Main Street. There's not much in the way of 3X's. And what they do have is a very small 3X. Any of you who are good sized, uh, keep that in mind. The 3Xs are not really 3Xs. Alright, I'm going in the store. We'll see what they got. Kind of the same fare as usual. Oh, I have a hat box ghost figure. Which is pretty cool. Now, those of you who 
do not know about the Hatbox Ghost, when the Haunted Mansion first opened, they had a uh, figure in there called the Hatbox Ghost. And it was holding a hat box, and the head from the figure would disappear, and it would then appear in the hat box. Now there's a uh, little clip on YouTube, the Tony Baxter, where he talks about that. So if you get a chance, get on YouTube and search for Tony Baxter Hatbox Ghost. And Tony Baxter is uh, pretty much the expert on things Disney, especially old things Disney. And if you want to find out uh, about that, that's a good place to go. You know, I'm looking at the little uh, box items. I cannot pronounce the guy's name. It starts with an O. Uh, elderly gentleman and they have uh, some of the fireworks on display now there's two of them one in kind of in a portrait style the other one a landscape yeah, I like the portrait one better and yeah, the lights change and it is uh, oh man that is outstanding I'm going back in and find out how much that one is. I'll be back. Well, unfortunately, the one that I liked, they're out of. Here comes a high school marching band. Being a former band booster, I get a kick out of listening to the marching bands, and that's what that was. I didn't catch who they were, but they sounded pretty good. All right, I'm passing in front of City Hall. I'm going to go into City Hall, and I'm going to tell them about the burned out light.
marching band. I think that's actually the one that passed already. I think that was the announcement for them down the street a bit. Pardon me? Are you leaving this part for the day? Uh, this one. Can I ask you some questions? Sure, go, go right ahead. Okay, awesome. Are you looking to rush or anything? Nope. Are you good? Okay. So by any chance, did you purchase any beverages, snacks, or meals at this part today? Yep. Okay, awesome. Pause the end. Oh, nice. I love their fried chicken. Um, did you, do you work for the Disneyland as well? No. And are you 18 years of age or older? I certainly am. Okay, awesome. All right, so the reason why I'm asking is I'm with Disney Gas Research. Currently, we're conducting a brief and important study regarding your food and beverage experience at Disneyland today. Okay. So the study that we're doing, it's self-administered using computer. It takes approximately three to five very quick minutes of your time. Yeah, I really don't want to. No worries, that's okay, but thank you so much for stopping. All right, you have a nice day. They asked me that last time when I was at California Adventure. Now, they don't give you anything but a sticker. And it's, I've got about 12 of those stickers already, so. I can't say it's worth uh, four minutes of my time for uh, a sticker that I already have. <laughs> no offense to uh, the fine folks at Disneyland. All right, well, I'm gonna pause this out until I get inside of the California Adventure and then I'll be back. Now I should have stayed. There was a high school band coming behind me and if, I'm sure you could hear that, they're playing Indiana Jones. That must be a college band. Oh, you know what? That wasn't the band. The drums were the band, but the <laughs> the Indiana Jones was the <laughs> Esplanade music. Oh well. Oh, dopey me. It's funny because the drums were like right in sequence with the music, so I I thought it was the band playing it. In the Esplanade, I'm not actually in California Adventure yet. I am headed for it, though. Yeah, there's a little bit of a line, so I'll probably have a little delay getting inside. So I'll give you a fast pass past that. So I'll be back. All 
right, they got a sign out here. Apparently they're having a race or something on the 20th. It says, on Saturday, January the 19th, Magic Morning will be available at Disneyland Park only. On Sunday, January 20th, Extra Magic Hour will be available for resort hotel guests in Disney California Adventure Park only. So I'm not sure whether the uh, run is on the 19th or the 20th, but on the bottom of the side is Run Disney, so they're having a race on one of them days. Oh, and by the way, my son-in-law got a job here, which uh, makes me very pleased, and him too. He's going to be working at the front gate. So if you see a nice-looking young man named Jonathan at the front gate, might be my son-in-law. <laughs> so be nice to him. All right, fast pass. I'll uh, see you inside. Hey, I'm on Buena Vista Street. Right, I'm just about to pass under the bridge here in front of Big Top Toys. I gotta say though, that's a pretty sucky toy store. They could do a lot better. Hey, I'm at Tea Party. It's different than when I last attended it. I guess because the hours are shifted a little earlier in terms of the close. They start the first one at 6 instead of 7. So I don't know when the next one's going to be. Let's see here. Let me look at the thing here. And it says... Mad Tea Party, 6 p.m. to park close, uh, band 6.05 at 7, well it's 6.30, so that means I have a half an hour until the next uh, band appearance. Now if I had known that, I would have been over here at 6.05, so I guess that shows I should pay more attention, which I never do. Probably one of the most uninformed Disney podcasters you know. Because I never know what's going on here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a seat. Ah. Yep, but uh, no matter how uninformed I am, I love this place. I doubt seriously there's anybody out here with uh, more of an attachment to this park than me. I was looking at some whole pictures today and they included some pictures that were taken on my very first trip to Disneyland when I was one, which was in 1956. I'm not sure exactly what day in 1956 because the, the pictures don't have the date on them. Now some of them used to used to have the month and year, but uh, the particular ones I was looking at don't have that. But it's amazing how little many sections of the park have changed. Now the stores uh, have changed the most. Who 
who's occupying the stores. The facade on the front hadn't changed that much, but you know, there used to be a Wurlitzer store and a lingerie store called the Wizard of Bras and uh, Swift's Market House and you know, a lot of places like that that aren't here anymore. In fact, that's uh, where the Plaza Inn is. It used to be a restaurant run by Swift's. So if you get a chance, get to take a look at some of those old pictures. There's a million of them on the internet. There's a, a fellow whose name escapes me right now who sells. He, he was a Disney photographer back at uh, the beginning and on into, into the 80s. And he sells CDs with uh, hundreds of vintage, high-resolution pictures of the park. And I've, I've got the whole set. They are absolutely gorgeous. Do a search on the internet, and you'll run across them. I, if I get a chance before I release the podcast, I'll, I'll pick up his name and put it out here. I'll try anyway. And uh, they're more than worth uh, looking at. Then, of course, the, the Yesterland uh, website, there's tons of stuff on there. That's probably my uh, favorite website outside of the Potcater website, of course, and Toys Etc. They, they've got a million old rides and attractions that I remember. Some of them I don't even remember. But the only one that I absolutely can't remember is Holiday Land because it was gone before I was old enough to remember it. Now, and the only souvenir I have from the, the day is I have a train ticket that my grandfather kept. And when he passed on, it became mine. And what it, uh, it's brown. And it used to have little stubs on there you would tear that they would tear off when you got off the train in the different lands. And one of the stops was in Holiday Land, and that stub is still on the ticket. So Tony Baxter, eat your heart out. I've got uh, something you don't have because you don't have it on display in the case anyway. You know, if you ever get on eBay and you want to buy small tickets. If there's something really special, you're going to be bidding against Tony Baxter. <laughs> I, I'd like to find out what his email, or not his email, but his eBay ID is, so I'd know when I'm bidding against him. That would be interesting. Because uh, then I'd probably just give up because <laughs> I can't outbid Tony Baxter. I haven't got that kind of money. Although I do... And I'm not going to tell Tony Baxter where. I do have a line on a opening day ticket. Uh, a gentleman that uh, worked for Disney and uh, somehow had one. I guess he was either given it or bought it or something. And uh, it's in very good condition. I've seen it. And I'm negotiating price, so and I don't have to bid on it. So I may get me one. We'll see what he wants for it. Like I said, I've made an offer and he's considering. So we'll see what happens. 
But that's, that's something I'd love to have for my collection. I don't have really any super high dollar items in my collection. You know, I've got the partner statue, and I've got a, a big thing, a Steamboat Willie. And I've got a Disneyland board game and a couple of uh, golden books and, you know, that kind of stuff. But nothing really high dollar. This ticket would be by far the most high dollar item that uh, I have, if I get it. I've been on... Well, probably half a dozen of them on eBay, and I've lost every one. They've all gone up into the five, six hundred dollar range, which just is too is more money than I'm willing to spend on it. There was one of them even had a water stain on it, and it still went for five hundred bucks. The one that went for six hundred was perfect. That one, I I really wish I had gotten that. I thought I was going to, because the bid was only like. 350 or something right up until the last hour and I had uh, I think I had $500 on my top bid I was in my bids in 51 for some ungodly reason so I think I bid $501 and 51 cents and I got outbid it went for like 603 or something right in that range so alright well there's not a whole lot going on there. I'm sitting right now on the bench out in front of Elias and Company. Just right next to uh, Hollywood Boulevard here. So we're going to go wander down Hollywood Boulevard and scope out uh, the tea party area. Got about 20 minutes till the band starts playing. So I'll go stick out a spot. So. I'll be back and I'll uh, probably record the Mad Tea Party for you. Alright, I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm going to give you about uh, four minutes of the lead-in music and uh, so you can catch the very beginning of the uh, Mad Tea Party for the 7 o'clock show. So uh, I'm not going to try to talk over it, you can listen to the music.
time to get mad. Really mad, perfectly mad. So give a mad welcome to your mad tea party event and your mad
What time is it? You think? Alright, over here, what time is it?
give it up for the beautiful hours. at the top of the hour like I promised, but in the meantime, if you would direct your attention please over to the House of Cards stage, you will see two very good friends of mine. We like to call them the Towering Twins Party Patrol. I have no idea why we do that. Give it up for Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Hello! Thank you. Thank you, pretty exciting. So that, Punch of Tears, was the 7 o'clock show on Friday, January the 18th of the Mad Tea Party Band. I started it up about 4 minutes to 7 and the band was a little late getting on there. So I think we got about 10 minutes of pre-show music. And then the rest of it was uh, the Mad Tea Party Band. Uh, this isn't my favorite uh, Mad Hatter. There's another one that's got a little better voice. That I like. This wasn't the best set. Uh, the Alice is pretty good, though. I had some names of... Uh, the only one I've been able to pick out was one of the Mad Hatters. I have his name, but I don't recall it offhand. But if you listen to some of the older shows, take a look back, and there was one that I centered on the Mad Tea Party. And on that one, I mentioned the name of the Mad Hatter. So if you want that, uh, kind of page back through the shows, and you'll catch that. Well, let's see here. It is almost 7.30. So I think I need to head in the direction of the exit because I have to go to work at 4.30 in the morning. And I'm not that far from here, but if I leave now, it'll probably be pretty close to 8.30 before I get home. So I need to head on out. So I'll pause this out, and uh, when I get up to a spot over here where it's a little quieter, I'll uh, close out the show. Well, you know, i got to make it over to Carsland before I leave, because I promised to check on them neon signs. 
So the next uh, voice you hear will be me in Cars Land. Well, I have to say I am disappointed in Disneyland. This isn't the first time, but uh, outside of the O on the cone and cozy cone, on the entrance side of the sign is still burned out. The bumper part? Which is unfortunate. So, I don't imagine I need to walk down to see if the R of the T, eh, I'll do it. At the end of the street, in the uh, Lubratorium or whatever it's called down there. There's signs as parts. And the R and the T were burned out a week ago. That was almost a week ago. I think it was last Saturday, so six days ago. So it was burned out. Now the Casa Della sign, Casa Della Tire sign has the uh, liquor of death, which is usually a, a signal that something's going haywire. I'm uh, right in front of Ramones. I got around the corner to see that sign. See if it still has the R and the team burned out. I'd be willing to bet you it does. They haven't fixed the O, which is far more evident to anybody than this is. And sure enough, the R and the T still burned out. Okay, they're gonna get an earful for me as I leave. So I'll pause this up. I'm now sitting here, actually standing here, adjacent to the fountain across the street from uh, Cafe Thir Circle. This is a particularly pretty fountain. I like it. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and sign off from here. And then I'm going to uh, put the audio from my talk with the Chamber of Commerce uh, tacked on the very end after the legal sign-off and everything. So you would like to hear what goes on in the Chamber of Commerce when somebody goes in there to complain about something, you could hear it. Now I'm going to put this recorder in my pocket because I don't know uh, whether they'll be particularly anxious to talk if I'm standing there holding a recorder. So if it turns out to be something that would embarrass them, I will not play it. But uh, provided nothing like that occurs, I will uh, play it for you.
Now, like I said, it's going to be from inside my pocket, and I'm going to pump up the uh, volume a little bit. So it may be a little muffled, but you should be able to hear it. So uh, if there's nothing after the end of the show, then uh, you'll know it didn't come out too good. <laughs> so, from California Adventure, as I said, uh, right here next to the fountain, uh, having another, despite the burned out neon, wonderful day at the Disneyland uh, Resort. Uh, this is me, your host, Mark Tatter, your head podcateer. Uh, signing off, and uh, as usual, you guys all have a magical Disney week, and we'll see you at the park. I wanna go park hopping fast, ride dropping, flying through space, mountain, sky. I wanna magical go. dreaming, tower drop screaming, it's a spectacular night. My parade in my heart soaring Everyone go. dancing, fireworks blasting Let's go to Disney summer night Genie wishing, ice cream dishing Laughing, autographing tonight Move a busting, pixie dusting Soaring high, clean out of sight Water falling, cannon falling I think I hear the pirates calling Teacups twirling, mountains splashing Let's go to Disney Podcateer is in no way associated with the Walt Disney Company, or any of its affiliates. Any similarity to living persons, or Disney characters, without satirical purpose, or the act of reviewing a product, or reporting on an event, is entirely coincidental. This podcast is a production of Toys Etc. in Southern California, and is protected by a Creative Commons, share alike 3.0 license. To contact us at Podcateer, please email us at podcateer at earthlink.net. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland has now concluded its normal operating day. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U-S-E. Yeah. <laughs>
For your shopping convenience, this evening, Main Street will remain open for an additional half hour. Hello, Podcuteers. You know, I went into the Chamber of Commerce and I talked to them, but it just didn't come out. It was in my pocket. You could barely hear me talking, but it wasn't anything I could put out here and force you to listen to. I got one of the very friendly young folks that they hire for that place. They're very good at their job to keep you happy without actually doing anything. (laughs) And uh, I uh, talked to him for a little while and I explained to him my concerns that uh, the park was going to start looking bad if you start neglecting the neon in Cars Land. That's one of the big things about Cars Land is all the neon. And if the neon's burned out, it just starts looking like some pretty uh, old uh, part of Hollywood. So they need to, need to stay on top of that. And uh, I gave him the old, uh, you know, hey, Walt would uh, you know, wanted to keep the place looking like it was uh, brand new every day. And uh, it ain't uh, doing the trick. And I also explained that it had been six days since I had uh, put in my complaint earlier and it was still burned out so I'm going to go back next week and if it is still burned out I'm going to climb the ladder a little bit I'm going to ask to talk to the manager of uh, the complaint department and I'll just keep climbing the ladder I've got the uh, president of Disneyland's email address I'll just start sending emails because you know hey we pay a lot of money to go to that place you know, I paid 450 last year. It's going to cost me what 630 or something this year, and uh, they're fixing to do away with our discount. So I mean, it's it's costing a lot of money to go to that place all the time, and I I think that we deserve to have the lights uh, on. <laughs> so uh, hey, when you see something you don't like or you see something they ought to maintain, complain. Say something. You pay good money to get in there, and it ought to be right. So uh, I'll uh, climb off of my soapbox now. <laughs> See you next week.